This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks take on the Celtics tonight in Boston, where the Celtics are laying a whopping 13 and a half points. Total 231 and a half. Celtics leading the series three games to one. And the, the news for Atlanta is DeJunte Murray. Their second leading scorer, or maybe he's their first leading scorer in the series. I need to double check that because sometimes he's as big of an impact player as Trey Young. He is suspended for game five after bumping an official in game four. And I would imagine that's why this line is sky high. We know Trey Young can drop some points, but it hasn't seemed to matter because he's put up some big performances, had 35 last game, played 41 minutes. But still, this was not a close game. The Celtics won it 129-121. to 121. So do you think this is the death blow for the Hawks losing to Jonte Murray? It has to be. The only question is, can they cover 13 and a hook? I don't know if it makes anyone feel better, but the Celtics won their two games in Boston with DeJunte Murray and the lineup, each by 13. But you know what this feels like, Chelsea? This feels like the end of the regular season, where... There's so many injuries and there's such a discrepancy between the top team versus the bottom rung team that these lines are almost unbettable. You almost have to find different ways to bet these games. I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm going to be a total degenerate and I'm going to put the Celtics on the money line with the Carolina Hurricanes on the money line at minus 130 and reduce the juice that way because Carolina is playing in a closeout game tonight against the Islanders at home. Very difficult to play in Raleigh. So I'm going to do that. I wouldn't necessarily recommend that. We know how we feel about parlays, but I I just cannot bet this game. I do think I would lean towards laying the 13 and a half. Like it's a huge number. It's probably not going to make the card for me, but still, if there's one trend that we've seen from Atlanta, it's that they're not good on the road. And that's been the case in this series as both of these games that have been played in Boston have been very much runaway wins for the Boston Mm -hmm. Celtics. So maybe that's the way to go. If you look at Atlanta at Atlanta this year on the road, 18 and 26 straight up and against the spread 19 and 25 ATS, whereas Boston's been really good at home against the spread 26 and 17. And we know that includes laying some monster numbers. So I think I'd lean towards the Celtics here. I also think Trey Young probably uh, gets his points prop here because who else is going to do the scoring? And in a desperation game, like, don't we think he's going to jack up a ton of shots? Yeah, I think he's going to try and take over this game because he is their primary offensive weapon. He's not a good shooter. And remember how awful he was in Boston in the first couple games in the series? Like, he Mm -hmm. was better in 
Atlanta, but all better for Trey Young is like, hey, I shot 38% instead of 24%. You know, he's just not a very efficient offensive player. He'll put up a ton of points. He'll put up a nice stat line. But he's almost like, this is not a great comparison, but shooting-wise, he's almost like a young Russell Westbrook where he puts up these huge numbers. And then when you look at how efficient he was, he's not efficient. It's like, oh, my God, incredible. Trey Young had 35 and 11. Yeah, he was... 16 of 74 from the field or something ridiculous because he's the go-to guy on that team. I, I would lean Celtics. I'm not going to play it, but yeah, I'm, and there's a reason why Trey young was voted as the most overrated player in the NBA by his peers. That sounds like a great backhanded compliment that you would tell somebody to their face, but like, man, <laughs> you remind me shooting wise of a young Russell Westbrook. And he'd be like, "True." wait, what? <laughs> like, Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's... the nicest thing to say. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th. Only on Hulu. No. Uh, so being compared to Russell Westbrook, not the greatest thing when talking about your shooting. Let's go to the Mile High City, Denver, where the T-Wolves are in town and looking for another win because right now it's the Nuggets leading this game or this series three games to one for this particular game. We have the Nuggets laying nine and a half, total 221 and a half jinx i think the key injury that people are not talking about that maybe they should is kyle mm -hmm. anderson being out for this game for the t-wolves because it's a t-wolves team that was already kind of lacking with uh big man depth i think this is a big loss for them uh this is a guy that's been playing at least 20 minutes in just about all of these games usually contributing about 10 points some rebounds so for a team that already was struggling with depth and you're having to defend one of the best big men uh, in the last decade, I don't think this is going to be a close game. I do think it's the Nuggets at home. They've been an absolute wagon when playing in Denver. I think this is the final game of this series. I could not agree more. And Denver, remember, had the second best against the spread record at home during the regular season. They were unbelievable. 27-15-1 against the number. I think they were second only to Golden State. I think maybe what you do here, if you want to play this game, is when you mention Anderson being out, maybe you and, – and this might be square, so you can set me straight on this, but maybe you go with a points prop for Anthony Edwards. Now, his points prop, I think, is set at 28-and-a-half, but they're going to need all the offense they can get from him, and he's averaging more than 32 points per game in this series – 
Maybe it's a little chalky. Maybe it's a little square. But this is another one of those games where I'd either lay the nine and a half with Denver or look at the points prop. Okay, it's set at 27 and a half, juice to the over at minus 125. I don't mind that bet. Yeah, I think I already played this personally. Because, like, I'll fire away on some bets that I kind of like that, like, I don't have great reasoning for, but I like them. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is one of them because here's the thing about Anthony Edwards he is either going to go over this by like a mile or he's going to miss it by a mile. Like, there's usually no in between for Ant Edwards. He usually has a terrible night shooting or he's going to explode for 40. But it feels like a guy that's starting to feel uh, his rhythm in the postseason. He's had a couple of huge games. Maybe it's not great that this game's on the road, but also a desperation game. I think that's a great angle for the top scorers for the team that's probably going to be losing the series because you know they're going to go down in flames. So I think that is the case for Anthony Edwards. And Jinx, I do want to get to this Clippers Sun series where mm-hmm. we have the Suns looking like they're going to take this series. They're leading it three games to one. Uh, this game in the desert where Phoenix is laying 12 and a half total 224 and a half. And once again, Kawhi Leonard expected to be out for this game. Once it was announced that Kawhi Leonard was not playing in the series, it felt like a death punch for the Clippers because <laughs> nobody seems to matter as much as Kawhi Leonard has met to this team, especially with Paul George already out. I agree. I mean, this, this, this series is over. It feels like, honestly, it feels like all of these series will end tonight. I will be stunned to see if there is a dog here that can win outright because I don't see one. This is going to be one of those games. Russell Westbrook, we were just talking about him. He's going to go for 45 and he's going to shoot 8% from the field. I mean, it's a, and am I going to stay up late to watch this game? Am I going to stay up? That's the thing that I also have a problem with is that it is a Tuesday night. I am not going to stay up late and watch Clippers and Suns when you know the Suns are going to win. This spread is up from Suns minus 11 and a half to Suns minus 12 and a half, but I'm going to stay up late to watch the Suns blow out the Clippers without PG and without Kawhi Leonard while Russell Westbrook shoots brick after brick from outside. No, thanks. I'm going to pass. I do think that there is a good chance that the Clippers do cover the spread because we have seen, remember that game in which Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were both out? Uh, Didn't they cover that number? Yeah, the Suns won by 12. So they would have covered the spread uh, in game four had that been the number. So I don't know. Like It feels like too big of a spread for me to want to bet on it because Maybe the Suns end an explanation point here because they want to advance to the next series and put on a show for the home crowd. We shall see. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.